Welcome to Talk About the D, the DCOM podcast where we watch all DCOMs and see what they're about, or in my case, watch for the first time and see if they're any good. I'm Emily Keane, and as always, I have my co-host Lizzie Goman here. Hi, Lizzie. What's up, Emily? Uh, not not much, not much. The typical mm-hmm. quarantine grind, mm-hmm. but we have two special guests today. Uh, we have both returned guests, uh, Alex Dudley mm-hmm. and Eric Tate. Hello. Hell yeah. Yay. <laughs> Double trouble. <laughs> We're so pleased to have you guys. I think it's a strong, this is a strong um, gathering. I know. Thanks for having us. When Keen said that you were doing it with Eric, now if I wanted to do it, I got so excited. <laughs> <laughs> for multiple reasons, which we will absolutely get into. <laughs> well, yes, because we are doing the 90s classic, George of the Jungle. Woohoo! Oh, yeah. Watch out for that yep. tree! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They, they definitely don't make that joke more than once. <laughs> <laughs> why Why not go to, you know, it's a well of c- comedy. Yeah. Yeah. The physical <laughs> comedy in this is A+. Plus. <laughs> yeah. It also just feel like as far as the original TV show goes, that's all they had. So they had to like put it into this movie. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah the original tv show only had like one season i know i read that that was crazy Which... to read they had like 17 episodes and that was it yeah i was like I th- why why would you make a movie franchise on... <laughs> i'm like i thought george of the jungle was a much bigger deal but maybe that's just because it was for me i don't know yeah i think you're right can i can i give a little recap for please okay so uh for anyone who hasn't seen george of the jungle in a couple years which i can't imagine but if you haven't it's about um it actually opens with ursula played by leslie mann who is um in the she she loves adventure and she has traveled to africa and her um her gross, terrible fiance Lyle catches up with her there, but they get attacked by a lion and George played by Brendan Fraser saves her. And then they have to go to New York because George, because Lyle shoots George <laughs> and they fly to New York. And oh, then they're in uh, San Francisco. Oh, I'm so sorry. San it Francisco. is. It's San Francisco. Thank Disrespect. You. Yes. Yes. That was, that was a, that was, I shouldn't have said that. And, uh, um, anyway, they, of course, fall in love, George and Ursula do, and um, George has to return to the, um, to the jungle, <laughs> to um, Africa somewhere where he is, to, um, to rescue his ape named Ape, his ape friend, uh, who's a gorilla, from poachers, and um, uh, he does, and Ursula goes to rescue him, and then he saves her from Lyle who kidnaps her at the end and then they end up together so 
Hijinks and Sue. Hijinks and Sue, just so everyone's up to date. So I think I will start with Alex and then I will go to um, Eric. I want to know um, what your what your feelings about this movie were, how many times you had seen it before today, and like what you remembered about it, and just kind of your impression of this movie from right before you watched it to this last time. Right. Well, I was very excited. <laughs> it's, you know, I actually like ended up asking my dad, I was like, is this something we watch on repeat? Because I remember things so distinctly from it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, nah, like you guys watched it a little bit, but it wasn't like it was a daily thing that you guys like rewatched and rewatched. Cause I was, um, I thought probably four when it came out. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, only fond memories. It's, you know, cheesy, but it's also a movie that absolutely knows what it is. Um, as far as, like, what I remember, there's a lot of, like, I, as far as I'm concerned, iconic lines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Such as? Uh, such, such as uh, the, probably the best line of the movie, which is at the end. But uh, when Ape, um, I guess it's Holland Taylor says that she feels like she's Jane Goodall surrounded by all these gorillas and ape voiced by john cleese tells her madam i met jane goodall you are no jane goodall (laughs) (laughs) and then just like the dancing scene um around the campfire around the campfire which oh i have so many thoughts about uh um how much i love i feel like a lot of my love of brendan fraser stems from this movie as well as the mummy um Just I, there's so much, and there's like a lot of lies I remember. Just like caught like small stuff when he's like cotton breeds, and like that's how I know the cotton breeds is because of George of the Jungle. <laughs> <laughs> so only good things. Um, but yeah, I I I remembered a lot more of this movie, way more vividly than I expected to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Eric? Um. Yeah. The same. I definitely saw this movie in theaters. Um, and I loved it because mm-hmm. this was my first Brendan Fraser movie because I was not old enough for Bedazzled. And I did not mm-hmm. see The Mummy when it came out. So I was like, I love Brendan Fraser, but this was the only thing I had seen him in. Mm-hmm. I, what did I remember from this movie? I honestly just remembered like the beginning and I remember the narrator talking through the whole thing. Yep. But as soon as that song starts in the beginning, I was all in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, did you remember the narrator from like before we start, before you started? You were, you like. Yeah, yeah. I remembered that voice. Really? Okay. Yeah. That's impressive. That's impressive. Hmm. That's it impressive. definitely sticks with you. Mm-hmm. Especially when he fights with the two trackers or poachers. Oh, when they like when it breaks the fourth wall. Yeah, it, when he like yeah. starts yelling at uh, her. It's yeah. so funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and I looked up the narrator. His name's Keith Scott, and he like he was known for like doing mimicking an impression so they got him to do like the remake of this movie and rocky and bullwinkle because he could sound nice. like the people that did the old shows oh, which was probably the same people since it was all the same mm-hmm. like you know not looney tunes universe but yeah you know, i their think version of looney tunes i think rocky and bullwinkle was created by the same person as george of the jungle oh, yeah okay and also dudley do right Mm-hmm. Another Brendan another Brendan well, Fraser classic. <laughs> that I can't believe Dudley Do Right and The Mummy came out in the same year. Know, sure I did. Know. Yeah, that is. I I have vivid memories of like 
having watched this movie, but no memories of the movie itself. Not almost nothing during oh, watching it jogged my memory. But I absolutely have seen it multiple times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's really fascinating. Like I can even remember the place, one place where I watched it, because we like went, we went and stayed in these cabins one time, and it was back in the '90s, so they only had VHS tapes. But like at the front desk, they had a bunch of VHS tapes that you could just rent for free, mm-hmm. and this was one of them. And I picked it, and we watched it, but. <laughs> Almost nothing was familiar to me in this movie. <laughs> so, like no specifics, just vibes. <laughs> yeah. the, the the British guy was kind of familiar. Yes, mm-hmm. the, the poacher who's like yes, yeah. I once again point to you, Cotton breathes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that line as well, I do think also connected for me. But, <laughs> that, yeah, but the, the movie, Weirdly. the movie as a whole, nothing. Which I was shocked by how how much my memory had wiped it. Like <laughs> I should add that this is a movie that my family quotes pretty often for mm-hmm. some stuff. Like um uh when he's like playing with the horses or whatever at the country club or I think it's actually Ursula's like parents' mansion. Um, but those two guys are like watching the girls watch Brendan Fraser and they're like, What is it with chicks and horses, huh? Like we say that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that that line was pretty is, classic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we should get I don't I I mean I'm loving the conversation, but does anyone have like a like can we start at the beginning? Uh yes. around the beginning yeah. and kind of discuss I, our thoughts. I would love to start at the absolute beginning with their map of Africa <laughs> <laughs> where yeah. he he is in the heart of Africa mm-hmm. and around the heart are other body parts instead of country names. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They also don't specify what country he's in, but it <laughs> no, seems never. like he's somewhere yeah. in Central Africa. <laughs> that is the heart. I mean, I mean, that's what they meant when they said that. Yeah, I feel like this whole movie's relationship with Africa is uncomfortable. <laughs> yes, agreed. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. agreed. I mean, <laughs> Ursula's entire deal is like that girl who goes to Africa, not a specific country in Africa, just Africa to find herself. Like that yeah. is why she's there. Yes. If it was, if she was doing it, like as a 19 year old in 2010, she would have been. Um, hanging out with like a school or something mm-hmm. and like helping children and then being like they're just so <laughs> underprivileged it's so upsetting and it's like but what did you actually do though oh like- <laughs> there's a bukavu so this they're in the bukavu re- bukavu region bukavu is a city in the eastern uh democratic republic of the congo Okay. Okay. okay, we're getting specific. Sorry I don't know if you. So then my next question is, <laughs> do they speak Swahili in the Democratic Republic of Congo? I'm going to say no. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to find out. I do not know. Um it is a good question though. It's so not I... really in the right area of Africa. <laughs> it is it is one of their languages. Okay. But one okay, of okay. five yeah, the, they have uh, I was French, Kikongo, Lingala, Swahili, and Shi- Shiluba. Um, mm, okay. Other languages. Um, Do you well, know was you know, the was the animated series set in the same place, or was this kind of for the movie? 
I can I, up. <laughs> I I guarantee you if we like watched the first episode or something, it would be the same kind of thing where it's like deep in the heart of Africa and then never yeah. gets more specific than that. It's just <laughs> Africa. Let's not forget that it came out in like the sixties, so <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Yeah, I yes, don't I... think there's a specific um place. Because as we know, Africa is just yeah, it... kind of a mess of jungle and uh mostly jungle so yeah it's it's actually not much jungle at all right i mean (laughs) to the rest of the world though i'm sorry yes i was not not a reflection of my own belief (laughs) lizzie Lizzie was speaking as europe and north america as a collective i see i see yes naturally the jungles of africa Full of tigers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, even having a lion in the jungle was incorrect. Yeah, yeah. That yes, I yeah. absolutely bumped on that. I was like, "Are there lions in the jungle?" And then I looked it up, and I was like, "Nope." No. The song lied to us. That just lion sleeps tonight. I think not. <laughs> when he sees the horses, he's like, "Oh, like these are antelope," and I'm like, "You don't have antelope." <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Yeah, he doesn't live in the desert or the savanna. Like, George has any like even remote fluency in English is incredible. (laughs) Well, okay, I'm I'm gonna jump ahead a little bit here, but so George speaks basically broken English, Mm -hmm. yet there is a gorilla that speaks perfect (laughs) Perfect. English. And I'm. I want to know how did the gorilla learn English, and why has the gorilla not taught this child slash man how to speak properly? Like, I think they learned separately, and I don't. I don't think we should weigh ourselves too much down with logic. all of the logic because we're going to be <laughs> talking about that for a while. If we're like, "What well, he keeps hitting trees, and he's totally fine," like, how does that happen? Um, but yeah, that is I think, also a good point. I think but, the more, I think they actually at some point were like, well, we can do, they, they gave themselves leeway to do whatever they wanted. Um, yeah. And I mean, nothing gets an, an explanation. So as far as like ape learning English, I will give them that like, he's clearly picked up a lot of books that I don't know how they got to him, but he did get <laughs> them. I don't know why George speaks in broken English in the third <laughs> when the ape does not. Yeah, I, mean, I, was- I want to know how George even exists because they he couldn't find him. He fell out of a plane as a baby. He <laughs> fell out of a plane out of, as a baby and he was hanging in a tree and the people couldn't find him because despite being a baby, they <laughs> seemed to have been walking around Africa just going, George! <laughs> yeah, for the title sequence, if we're um, to be believed. But yeah. But I'm I like, mean- who, who raised him? He would be dead. Like... Yeah. When well, I, ape. Oh, go ahead, Eric. The first thing I saw when I was watching this movie, I was like, I want to know Ape's story more than I want to know George's. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, what was yeah. it like to be this super intelligent ape that like had all these other gorillas around that couldn't conversate with him, and then he found a person and he raised that person, and then that person was still like too stupid for him. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe Ape is just a bad teacher. <laughs> Yeah. So that's so that's the new sitcom coming this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ape and George, the original odd couple. <laughs> I would watch it. Yeah. I would watch that too. I, I mean, listen, Ape also had a blender in that treehouse. An so. egg timer. An egg timer. Like, the amenities there were incredible. It's like an Airbnb. Like, you, do you know how much money they could make? 
Insane amounts. Insane. Yeah, they'd be set. Especially fact, with those probably... gorillas doing bongos like oh all my, day, yeah, every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, that gorilla bongo shot that they used about seven <laughs> times in the movie was just like chef's kiss. Yeah. I <laughs> you know, they, they do it twice one way and then they just flip it and go the other way. And mm-hmm. ugh. They knew they had gold and they couldn't recreate it, so they had to use it over and over again. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, I uh, was really didn't, I mean, I knew, I can't remember what I knew, but I was like, oh, that's right. He's got a talking ape. But that, that I will call it a puppet, that animatronic uh, that played, you know, when, when he talks, especially at the very beginning, was very impressive. Did it line up with the speed sounds he was making? Absolutely not. But his mouth moved and his eyes moved. And I was like, you know what, for night, if you told me this was, this was the height, I think of, 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 we were like, uh, our computer technology still kind of looks kind of wonky. So we'll, we'll have these really impressive puppets, basically. And uh, they did, I would say that they did. The gorillas were very, you know, funny. I and- 100% agree. Oh, yeah. Clearly they were people in suits. The yeah. 90s were, um, the peak of animatronics mm-hmm. and by peak i mean that by 2000 they had figured out cgi and then nobody uses animatronics anymore even Which though is, they look yeah. incredible yeah <laughs> it's so stupid yeah and you know i was just i was i was pleased yeah because i guess because of because of the year that it is i hadn't seen a movie with a really good animatronic and you know in a while uh and i just yeah. thought it was great yeah. and um I think Ape is the main one. I think it's a real toucan. The lion was yeah. Not real. I think yeah. I think Ape might be almost the only one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, some of the other gorillas were in suits too. Because if you go to Wikipedia oh, okay. and look up past, it says uh, uh, actors There's, in gorilla suits. Yes, so their own section. because they they play <laughs> they play the bongos and then they also play instruments in the romantic. Um, That's um, true. Yeah, scene yeah. Where they, yes, they're all playing instruments. So um, I'm just tell me if I'm moving too fast, but um, I want to touch on um, Lyle. Uh, I was just about to say that. Okay, good. Played by Thomas Hayden Church. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Please, someone, someone just go. What'd you say? He was Sandman in the last, the first last Man. Oh, I didn't know that. (laughs) <laughs> apparently, apparently i read it like a because okay first of all if you go to like the imdb for george of the jungle the goofs uh page is way longer than the trivia page but <laughs> on the trivia page apparently in the like uh actors directors commentary is spider-man 3 when his character's photo sandman's photo shows up like on the tv or whatever thomas hayden church in the commentary says oh hey look it's the guy from george of the jungle <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> well, because um, he's iconic, iconic. He did world. not have to go this hard, no. and he did. And I thank him. I yeah. thank him every day. That's what I I thought every time he was on screen. I was like, I cannot believe he's giving us. He's giving us everything. It's it's quite a performance and quite a character to have mm-hmm. this just insanely awful rich guy. Where it's like, in what world uh, has, um, oh, I've forgotten what her name is. Ursula. 
Ursula. Ursula. In what world has has Ursula even been on a date, a single date with this man? <laughs> like, I don't. I, I think <laughs> her parents are like, you're marrying this guy, and she's like, okay. Yeah, I was thinking the I same think so. thing. Like, usually a movie is like the boyfriend is like, oh, he might be okay, and then halfway through you find out he's terrible. But like from the very first line, he's like an awful person. Hi, honey. Yeah, there's not not one redeeming feature like no. straight away. Yeah, his girlfriend gets kidnapped, and then like immediately he just like fakes her death. So funny. Yeah. <laughs> I literally wrote down like uh, very early on in my notes. Lyle is such a piece of shit. <laughs> he really is. He really is. He's like so. Yeah. Like when he gets out of the car, I was like, "Oh yeah, this guy!" You know, like such a like a, a, a body memory of like, "Oh man," with his haircut and his ascot and his three piece suit, and it's just a perfect thing that he is that he yep. does. <laughs> I wish he was in it more. It's it's kind of sad that he kind of drops out as the antagonist <laughs> because he just he really should have. He, I mean, the mom takes over as the antagonist, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean of... Holland Taylor, who you know, obviously yes. fabulous. I wouldn't change a thing about that. I just wish that I wish they had scenes together. Have they have yeah. no scenes together. Yeah, they're not even the yeah, and they deserve each other. Like they deserve to be together. <laughs> well, from what I understand of the sequel, because I had a little peek at what happens in the sequel, and it sounds like Holland Taylor and Lyle team up to try and break up Ursula and George so that she okay. can marry Lyle, which is just an insane <laughs> <laughs> Still, Still crazy. It's the second time. Yeah, my sister said that brainwashing and like hypnotism is a plot point in the second one. I was like, mm, I'm yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. I'm good. Like nobody from the original was in the second one, though. Yeah, it's Thomas Hayden Church, John Cleese, and the narrator are the only returning people, which is... Okay. What a pull still. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I would have. I mean, they would have tricked me. No, mm-hmm. no, I'm sorry. I take it back. They wouldn't. Brandon Fraser's not in it. They could have not tricked me. No. no. I mean, the guy yeah. they got, though, is pretty hot, <laughs> in my opinion. But he's no. He's no Brandon Fraser. <laughs> yeah. Should we start talking about Brandon Fraser? I think oh, it's yes. Let's do it, please. I wrote, he is so freaking hot in this movie. Yeah, he looks so good in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) I, like, when he showed up, I I was thinking, despite my absolute lack of memory of this movie, I do think that Brendan Fraser in this movie was, like, probably my... Hmm, interesting moment yeah. as a child. <laughs> like, yeah, when I was old enough watching a film for that to like be a thought, it was 100% popped into my head. Particularly because back in those days, most American movies took like a solid year plus to come to Australia. So I would have been a little bit older when I saw this, I suspect. Mm-hmm. So I think it would have been like just in that preteen phase where the hormones haven't quite come up yet, but you're starting to be like, that is interesting. That's yeah. attractive. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. I feel like uh, growing up gay, like there's all these people that you're like, oh, I look up to that person. And then you're like, no, I definitely had a crush on that person. Yeah. And Brendan <laughs> Fraser is one of those. 
Mm-hmm. I just think he set the precedent for my type in general, and just like he is the this is Same. the paragon of himboism, I guess. So, oh yeah, he is it the is. perfect himbo. Uh, it 100%. is. He's very sweet, not very bright, but also super, you know, sure of himself, and I love him. <laughs> I just love him so much, and very gentle because that's the important very part gentle. of being a himbo. One of the most important parts is that they exactly. would never hurt you. You know, they would, yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I just, uh, well, I have lots of things to say, but one thing that, I don't know if it, anyone else agrees with this, but the way that he spoke, I mean, obviously Brendan Fraser is also giving the most, like he is giving the most both bodily and in every line delivery and every facial expression, but he, um, his accent, if you will, to me, I couldn't stop hearing NoHo Hank. (laughs) 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 He drops his articles just like. So, like, Georgia Jungle, you know, like, that's, it's like, oh, Because he speaks in broken English. Yeah, yeah. And, like, the specific way he speaks, though, is very much You're right. It's really funny. It is, it is specifically kind of like someone from Russia or Eastern Mm -hmm. Europe because he always says his name. Yeah. He he never uses pronouns, which is, like, yeah. Which mm-hmm. is something that like Russians do is you say the yeah. name. You don't really use pronouns. Like Yeah, but I don't know what so that weird. is. Uh yeah. he like sorry, go ahead. Cause he goes by the name George of the Jungle, but then he calls himself George of Jungle. But like didn't you learn your <laughs> yes. name completely? And then every time you have a thought like that, pull it back. Cause it's <laughs> you're right. But the joke is is that he is the joke is is that we all know he's called George of the Jungle, but he thinks he's called George of Jungle because that's just what he thinks. <laughs> or is he actually George of Jungle and you know the the people in the cities of that have just tried to change him and make him George right. of the Jungle. His name, yeah, that could be it. We're getting philosophical now. <laughs> There's also a moment super early on when the ape is like, "We're different species," and then George immediately understands that to be like, "Oh, we're not brothers." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. He says, "Yeah, that's right." And ape uh... and man, not brother. <laughs> <laughs> but what a performance! Just what a performance! Absolutely amazing. Phys- like, like you guys are saying, physically every like all of his like facial emotions and his physical comedy is hilarious and also every line delivery just wow he's an amazing romantic lead he's an oh, am- yeah. amazing that, romantic lead. i was the okay here's the thing i forgot about this movie is how romantic it is Me and too. how much of a rom-com it is i'm like yeah. this dancing scene is real cute and mm-hmm. Like, it makes me be like, is this one of my top rom-coms? Is it? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They really brought it with the score, like, that song. I have played. listened to that song oh over God. and over again for the past yeah. week. Yeah, it's, it's really good. Them. It's really good. Um, They just, yeah, I don't know. I, nice. I was like, at first, I was a little dismayed. Not dismayed, but I was like, okay, like, I see kind of like, you know, there's no real clear, like, break into one you know like yeah oh yeah certainly I was kind of like okay we get it the elephant plays fetch like this beat is lasting a long time and Ursula faints like a bunch of times but and I was like ah this is what it's gonna be like but then I was into it you know when they start falling in love I was like oh I remember this is a lovely you know yeah it's just I did mm-hmm. I did really enjoy um ape trying to teach George how to flirt Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but 
but he only knows how apes do it. Mm-hmm. So- <laughs> Which again is like you would think he'd be smart enough to know how humans. But maybe if he's never read that and if he's never no, read a book, that that one worked for me because okay. I, as someone that was sick for the entirety of being a 14 year old i was so socially stunted that <laughs> i have never learned how to flirt it's amazing that i've had any romantic re- relationships at all. <laughs> but, so i fully get that that he has had no one to interact with he has zero game <laughs> well he doesn't need game look at him yeah look at his I, know, personality. I know <laughs> of course <laughs> look at his personality is that what you said yeah. By <laughs> yes Oh, Alex. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just between this and the mummy. Yeah. (laughs) I really need to rewatch the mummy. Bedazzled was actually my big Brendan Fraser movie. Mm. And and oddly Dudley Do Right, because that was (laughs) that was that was one of the DVDs that came with our first DVD player, so I watched it a lot. Honestly, I mean, The Mummy is a fun, fun ride. Like, for me, it's like I put it in that category of, like, my favorite movies because they're just fun action-adventure movies. So it's like that. Like, the Pirates of the... Well, Pirates of the Caribbean is also just, like, a, like a objectively good movie, but also, mm-hmm. like, um, National Treasure. Yeah. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. really fun movies that know what they are and are not trying to be anything else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I also think Nick Cage in that movie is a good romantic lead, but maybe, maybe that's, like... I have a theory I, that I've never been able to corroborate that he was not their first pick for that role, and I oh. can find no evidence. <laughs> of it, of no evidence that they like hear the people like I because like in theory, like you think that's something they would go out to Tom Cruise for first. Like he feels like mm-hmm. exactly who they wanted for that, and then mm-hmm. he said no. But I can't find any any information anywhere. Being yeah. Like, oh, he was like after you know, like they went out to these people, but ultimately landed on Kate. That kind of stuff nowhere. Mm-hmm. So maybe it was just Nicholas Cage the entire time, and I'm crazy. But yeah. But also, yeah. yeah. I'd I'd believe it if they had had wanted someone else. Yeah, like, I feel it. It just feels like a role they could have. They like had a long list of people for. Yeah, and they ended yeah. up going with Nicolas Cage, which is interesting, but it worked. It did. I would love to know who, if anyone, was up for this role for for George. But I think yeah. apparently I, he got cast for the Mummy off of this, which makes yeah. sense to me. I did read that. I also read that wow. he at the same time that he was auditioning for this. He had auditioned to be the voice of Tarzan. Um oh. lost out to Tony Goldwyn. Um, but honestly, Tony Goldwyn he deserves- is the voice of Tarzan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> um so yeah. yeah, so I feel like in the end though, we all benefited from seeing yeah, uh, him yes. on screen rather than hundred percent. I also, sorry, this is like such a sidetrack, but I also read something to, that literally an article that came out with it, if not today, like within the last two weeks, that originally the wedding planner or at some iteration of the wedding planner might have been Brendan Fraser and Minnie Driver. And I want to see that movie so badly. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Minnie Driver was Jane and Tarzan. Yeah. It's all so, connected. Uh, there you. you go. Indeed. You're digging too deep. <laughs> You're digging too deep. Back, back to the fun romance sequence. Um, the monkey is so cute, and the monkey is so <laughs> adorable. Yeah, the little the little monkey. Yeah, the little monkey. 
that like uh, pretends to be your calf. Yeah. Got a little capuchin monkey. Mm-hmm. I had a problem with when that little monkey is like trying <laughs> to impress his friends. Uh huh. So that little monkey tries to impress his friends, and then George gets the lion to help him. But then that right. makes mm-hmm. me wonder: Did George like orchestrate the entire thing with the lion and Ursula? Um, in my head canon, they become friends after he kicks his ass. So, uh, okay. you will not ruin this for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, that all crossed my mind, that thought. Hmm. I thought they were already friends and they were like wrestling, kind of. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So maybe. it wasn't even like really know. attacking her. Yeah, exactly. But or, or like it was, and it's I don't like, know if the text really supports that. But <laughs> it's maybe it's one of those situations where it's like you have to hold your bro back because they're about to get into a like a fight that they cannot get out of, or they're gonna get arrested for. And you're like, bro, it's not worth it. And that was the situation when he saved Ursula from the lion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. no one likes that. I mean, I'm open to it. I'm open to it. Yeah, anything to make George not seem worse because yeah, I, wrote yeah, I can't handle it. <laughs> I mean, it's difficult to know how how often this lion is there since the lion should not be there. So. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's difficult to know. Honestly, <laughs> the elephant shouldn't be in the jungle either, right? Mm. Uh, African manic. elephants probably not. I think an Asian yeah. elephant yeah. maybe yeah. would. Yeah, be. right. Exactly yeah. right. That's wow, exactly we're right. breaking this case wide open. <laughs> It's just every jungle stereotype you could possibly think of, except that the jungle that people mostly think of is in Asia like, yeah. and South America. Like, yeah. So. Yeah, he lives in like a rainforest, but also like he lives in a rainforest cafe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the amount of animatronics are, are very indicative <laughs> of the rainforest. The yeah. on point music. Yep, and the music, yep, exactly, and the waterfall, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, um, just trying to think. The dance, what about his little dance is so cute. His Sorry. little <laughs> dance is so cute. I mean, their full falling in love thing, like, is very, very sweet. Um, very cute. I wrote, like, the bachelor, the bachelor wish is the dance. Yeah, this absolutely. is, like, what they think their dates are like, and really it's just. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, she says, say, oh. "Yes, Eric, please." I was going to say she says this like horrifying line when she says, "I should be terrified that no one will ever find me, but I'm not." <laughs> it's because they have a fucking coffee maker in the trail. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. like, oh, she knows it's only a matter of time before she finds the cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would not honestly not be terrified that no one would ever find me when I'm with like someone who's clearly thriving in this environment like it's true he is yeah. the king of the jungle yeah yeah she doesn't even like lyle so there's no tension <laughs> yeah. she calls him the guy i was with i wrote yeah, that down because it was so funny like, yeah well, that's George right Beyonce is anyway so you don't have to <laughs> don't have which to again is like she clearly has i'm like she there's no way she's been on a date with this man because she would not have picked him she would have like yeah. had the emergency call halfway through the date and left. Like, emergency, yeah. She would have yeah. like had her, had her best friend call. Um, um. What about the? Uh, I wish another another group of people who I wish were in the movie more were are the um 
I think they're called porters in this in the Wikipedia, but like the Sherpas. Yes. That, oh, the guides, yeah. Guys, yeah. Um, obviously a well, tremendous goddess. Yeah. Yeah. They were um, funny. And they like they they like, break, break the fourth wall like one time and never do it again. Yeah. yeah. Also one of the best lines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I really loved when they owned him about uh his camera. Yeah, like he he gives them what like a Polaroid, and the guy's just like, uh, "You definitely need the Leica lens with a thirty-five millimeter." Like, <laughs> yep. Yep. yep, dropping some knowledge on Lyle, who one hundred percent deserves everything that comes to him, including going face first into ele- elephant shit. Yes, yeah. that part was amazing. <laughs> but then I was, or we throw our heads back and laugh, ready. Yeah. <laughs> But then he falls into the giant pile of shit face first, and then he doesn't like immediately wipe off the shit. Because Lyle is a piece of shit, and it was just (laughs) shit on him. It's a a valid point. One thing that I recall, and I was like, yes, that's such like a kid's thing, is like if someone gets really gross for some reason, they don't clean themselves off, especially Mm -hmm. around their face. For some reason, yeah, it's obviously funnier if he keeps the you know, yes. poop on his face. Um, the thing I remembered about George of the Jungle, I will not lie to you guys, is that there were a lot of, I remembered a lot of people getting hit in the crotch. As it turns out, that only happens, I think, twice. <laughs> what I was remembering was the dumb jokes and the pee jokes. But right. I did, I was like, I remember the infantile humor. <laughs> <laughs> because I was, even though I was only like, I was five when this, I probably watched this movie five or six. I was, I don't know if this is like a girl thing. I hate to be like too essentialism about this, but I was like, those weren't my, that wasn't my favorite kind of humor. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I remember being like turned off by like, there's a lot of farts. Um, there's an elephant pee, there's elephant poop. And then there's a couple like, get like and the crotch thing for me was just like i don't understand you know but i can tell they're they're uncomfortable and i i you know so anyway that that's one that's a note that i had i guess (laughs) i i definitely would have found all of that hilarious because uh fart jokes and like that kind of humor is like the height of comedy in australia so (laughs) yeah that would have been just like top notch to it (laughs) yeah and then like all of that all of that stuff combined with like the romantic scenes i was just like who is this movie for yeah Yeah. exactly (laughs) thank you i i okay here i read because like i also had that question like watching this this is so weird because it's a rom-com but it also is such a kids movie at the same time like it's so romantic in the dancing scene but i read somewhere that the like original screenwriter wrote it and was shopping it around, but specifically didn't want to take it to. It was it was like just a Tarzan spoof. It wasn't George of yeah. the Jungle. It was just a Tarzan yeah. spoof. Mm-hmm. Didn't want to take it to Disney because he knew that they had the rights to Tar. Like they he knew that they had their rights to George of the Jungle, but probably didn't want to make another Tarzan thing because they were already making the animated Tarzan movie. Got it. And they were like, oh no, we absolutely want this. <laughs> okay. Wow. So I I don't know. I, I think that's I, I can't remember where I read it, but. I'm so sorry, I kept interrupting. I think for the synergy, you brought up a really good point about like why would like it the the cartoon was not super well known, but I do think the synergy of two eight man movies coming out was probably 
what they were hoping to capitalize on. And I suspect mm-hmm. that they did. Um, yes. Yeah. It does feel like a movie. I mean, to me, it was like, I remember watching it and being like, okay, there's some like grown up jokes in here, you know? There's um, a line where Holland Taylor threatens to castrate him. I wrote yeah. it down. Yes. <laughs> and she asks how, she asks how Ursula's like vagina is doing. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, I missed these lives. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will point them out as we believe yeah. it. I remember <laughs> every minute of this movie. <laughs> so, so, uh, so Holland Taylor, uh, Ursula's mom, um, Beatrice. Um, mm-hmm. I will, I will mention that. So, in the limo, um, she uh, when Ursula has come back to San Francisco, she's talking to her mom on a car phone, and she says, "Did you get dengue fever or whatever?" She says, how is your temperature? How is your tongue? And then how is, and then I can't remember how she phrases it, but she says, how is your, she's like, hmm, hmm. Oh yeah, she does say that. She does. And she says normal. Ursula says normal, Mm -hmm. Um, which I thought was just a strange comment because I don't, what? I did spend a lot of time trying to like decipher what that meant. Like, what would you respond to that you're like normal? Is it like... (laughs) They were in the bathroom, or I think like, it. I don't. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, your bowel movements. Yeah. Maybe yeah. <laughs> because actually, people do get like intestinal have intestinal problems. Sometimes those those bacteria yeah. or viruses mm-hmm. affect your intestinal. But it's anyway, scary. and then um, she also. I won't, Alex. If you want to talk about it, but when she's when she takes George um, to um, you know to talk private mm-hmm. at the engagement party the very last thing she does is she says that she will cut does she say cut off he's like i will remove your reason for having for wearing a loincloth I think oh yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah oh yeah mm-hmm. which honestly that entire speech is incredible another thing i remember very distinctly as a kid is the line when she's like, uh, you know zebras are with zebras leopards are with leopards stripes with sp- stripes spots with spot um and then she goes like ursula is a stripe and you are a spot <laughs> and it's like oh my gosh holland taylor also didn't have to go this hard but she did yeah. <laughs> everyone in this movie goes everyone yep. in this movie gives it their all hard. i commend them because i think that's what makes it is like the performances are just so yeah i, don't know, I mean yeah. i mean this everyone movie was them. a box office smash so oh it my was. god it, yeah and it launched brendan fraser into like a because he was art had already done movies and everything but this is what made him like a superstar and got him, like you said like got him the mummy and you know the dad yeah, i think his main credit stuff, before yeah. this was encino man yeah and a couple of like yeah. other small he did a movie with matt Damon, I think that was, but it was like an, I think it was like indie or pretty small. Because at this point, Go Hunting, I think, came out the same year. So even Matt Damon wasn't super big yet. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Encino Man was one of the, because he is naked in most of Encino Man, is my memory. <laughs> or I have he's not very seen Encino Man. Yeah. And that came okay. out like five years earlier. Yeah. 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 Um, Holland Taylor's another who a woman who I think an actress who is very extremely dignified obviously but she has she really pulls off the physical comedy she has to do some um, exaggerated looks and like when George uh, it picks up the phone and screams into the yeah. phone he has this enormous reaction to it and it's really funny um, and she can it's it's hard sometimes when you see like really dignified actors doing like slapstick it can be 
kind of cringy and you feel not because what they're doing is cringy necessarily, but because you feel like I feel bad sometimes. I'm like, oh, you know, you're like a Shakespearean, you know, you've like won <laughs> Golden Globes or whatever. But I think she carries she carries off the various there's at the very end, for example, like um, when she reacts to ape telling her she's not jane at all there's like we cut we cut away that's during the um party you know the the wedding Mm -hmm. and um we come back and she's dancing with ape and like this very like kind of provocative like (laughs) a very very funny way and yeah i think that was like she's a great pick she's a great pick yeah there's i think it works so funny over the phone she like she like like she got shot yes yes (laughs) And the whole time they're yeah. in San Francisco, she's drinking out of like tiny champagne glasses. So I assume mm-hmm. she's yeah. doing shots. <laughs> no, that's just a rich person glass. Is that <laughs> a brandy glass? Are those brandy glasses that she's drinking? I think the the last time we see her in San Francisco, she is drinking brandy. Like when Ursula says she's going to go back to the jungle. Oh, okay. It yeah. might be. It could just also be like really old wine glasses were quite small. So mm-hmm. if you have like fancy expensive shit that's like handed down, then it wouldn't yeah. be very big. Yeah. Like, that's a good point. Yeah. But yes, uh, the pick up the phone is also something that has stuck in my mind very distinctly over the years and just like answering machines <laughs> in general. Anytime yeah. I hear someone say pick up the phone, I'm like, pick up the phone. The way she does it. <laughs> also, I can't believe because I remember it very distinctly, but seeing it again was really shocking. After he comes out of the shower, I'm like, wow, this is a PG movie. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, yes. Again, very confusing. And he like sees <laughs> her boobs, you know, and he's like, oh, she has boobs, you know. It's done in a PG way, but um, it's still even as you know, when you're a kid, you're like, oh, this is a movie that has some like jokes in it that are like kind of make me embarrassed to watch it with my parents because mm. we're you know it's not like a it's not like a disney movie where there's no like hum- there's no humor like that even though it is a disney movie but it's not like an animated movie you know right um it's surprising how much you can get away with in a peachy movie yeah yeah i mean you 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 buffer it out with fart jokes to to really <laughs> earn that rating well it's usually it's usually you're allowed one shit but i don't know that we got one this one I don't think so. Um, oh, the word shit? No. I think there's no swear for PG-13. Yeah, there's no, you, you, I think you can say ass. In, okay. I mean, the rating P- system is a little bit different in Australia, so yeah. what yeah. your PG-13 is, is our regular PG mm-hmm. for us. And then we have, then we have M, M, A, and R. Right. <laughs> Which we, yeah. Yes. No, we have very... You, we have to protect their virgin ears. From... <laughs> I mean, this is a country that some yeah. of like some of the earliest people that like made colonies here were fucking Puritans. So. <laughs> yeah, we're, you have to. You must. Yeah, ours, ours yeah. were all just convicts and Criminals. crazy, crazy <laughs> Irish. So swearing is on the menu. You can, really, you can really see the roots take hold and how they blossomed <laughs> the times they became. <laughs> Um, hmm. oh uh, one thing that i did remember is that he climbs the golden gate bridge yeah well, yeah which is, is yeah extraordinary shot that yeah. i as far as i can tell was yeah. actually done someone it's actually 
pretty well-produced sequence. Yes, it's yes, so totally. And then he saves someone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because once and again, he- George is so pure. Yeah, <laughs> well, he will put his life on the line. I think we're getting a little ahead of ourselves because we have not gone over how George even ends up in San Francisco. Uh, We totally did not even. So so Lyle Lyle has this cigarette lighter that looks like a little gun and you like pull the trigger and it has a flame come up at the top. Mm -hmm. But inexplicably he also has a small <laughs> gun that looks exactly the same as his lighter in the, tiny and he, gun. that he keeps in the same bag in um, the same pocket in the same mm-hmm. pocket and his his lighter has his initials engraved on it and his gun does not and so apparently he gave his lighter to one of the guides to clean and he asks for it back and the guide can't tell the difference between the two, so throws him the here's, gun. Here's how I read that scene. And I don't know if anyone agrees with me. So he asks for his lighter. The mm-hmm. porter gets both objects out of the pocket of his backpack, makes a decision, and hands him the gun. <laughs> oh, that's hoping Lyle will shoot himself in the face. Trying to light his cigar. I That's how I read that. I didn't read it as that because he wouldn't be pointing the gun at himself when he lights it. He's always pointing it away. I think I do think that the joke still is that he's hoping he will shoot the gun very close to his face and scare him. He would be shooting it right up, and it definitely would freak him the fuck out. It would be very scary yeah. if someone fired a gun within you know four inches of your face. I think yeah. that is the joke. Um, and that uh, I I read it just as it was a miss. Like I think it it works many ways, but that (laughs) order, the kind of main guy, has threatened in Swahili to kill (laughs) kill Lyle several times up till that point. Says and I quote, "Next cliff we find, you know, I'm going to kill him." (laughs) So I think we're. I think the movie leaves it purposefully ambiguous, but you're kind of maybe supposed to look back and be like, ah, maybe there was a pre pre med. And in the same scene, there's, like, the poachers also have, like, a Trank gun and a real gun, and they, like, switch those guns, too. So it's, like, mm-hmm. four guns moving around that scene. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, who's going to shoot who in this? And then yes. Like, <laughs> that's that's a lot. That's They're, a lot. like, you ever heard of Chekhov's gun? Well, get a load of this. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing we should say is that Lyle thinks he has the lighter, but yes. he is banking on... Um, G- George knowing what a gun is so that he can just brand it and uh, but Lyle fires and then he's like oh wait it was a real gun actually <laughs> um, when the bullet when a bullet actually fires uh, a great a great sequence um, of of comedic misadventures just like so, a solid three minutes of yeah, of and then we don't see we don't see Lyle again until like the end of the movie, right after that, right? He, no, they, they him in the lineup, and then that, and then oh, we that's right, the end of the movie. They just say that he's been in jail. But what yeah. we do see is the two poachers who are in the jail, and they seem to be getting released. And then the guys tell them they're not being released; they're being deported. And then in the next scene. They're and just, just walking around. around the streets, <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm pretty certain if you get deported, they don't just let you go wander around. 
and it's You're like right. and when that- it happens they smirk at each other so they know they're about to just get like they're gonna walk around it's like this has happened before hasn't it <laughs> yeah it's like no you get deported they like immediately transport you somewhere so you have to get on a plane or a boat or something like yeah, why would you yeah. even have that line in about deportation if you're not going to follow it up at all? Like, even in an edit, if that scene, let's say there was a deportation scene that got cut, cut that line. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. I definitely think, here's the thing, because based off of how the guy tells them they're being deported, I mm-hmm. almost wonder if he's a dirty cop because Ooh. the way he does it is a little bit like, it's not like super like he the way he delivers it is like very it just seems like insidey kind of so yeah I yeah feel like there was probably a thing where like they we like we they mentioned something about paying people off before to not be deported every time they get into jail so they're not actually worried about it but oh, it got they- cut in a draft and then they never cut this no they don't I just feel oh, like, no. like there was something maybe that could have I, explained yeah. it, I but. do feel like something was I um removed at some yeah. point this is me again just making excuses for this movie no i, mean, <laughs> Being part- the no, I, I actually think that i actually think that is a good point that may be the case uh, yeah, yeah i think it was like an oversight yeah, yeah exactly everything in georgia the jungle was planned and we're just too stupid to realize <laughs> yeah it's true it's stupid. true this movie is too smart for most people <laughs> that's why it has such a or rating on Rotten Tomatoes, which is yeah, <laughs> which is a crazy high. thing. Both this and a National Treasure has like a forty-six percent rating, which what is a travesty. Look, I've I've said it before, and I'll say it again: movie reviewers do not like fun; they yeah. hate it. Yeah, it's if true. And like, it's fun, bad review. Well, the crazy <laughs> thing about the National Treasure one specifically, I didn't really look at the George of the Jungle one too much, but for National Treasure, it's like the critics reviews are pretty good it's the audience reviews that like brought down the average like why what that is surprising yeah Yeah. it's really weird yeah usually it's yeah obviously and i think it's uh i don't know i i know it's easy to have the other movie that we talked about having a low review um a low score tomato meter score is um hocus pocus Mm. and i don't know i don't know what to say it's like I guess that was true at the time, you know, that's totally fine, but they, I mean, you can watch it 20, you know, five years later, and the humor holds up. Yeah, I think there's just people who just, like, there's a, a lot of the people who, like, take the time to do those reviews are the people who just, like, don't understand what kind of movie they're watching. Like, if you go into something, that's why, like, Pirates was so surprising for people, because it was even better than it was trying to be. Yeah, because yeah. all these other movies are like perfect, exactly what they're trying to be, you know. So mm-hmm. that's yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah, and this movie is super self-aware, and it's exactly mm-hmm. as like it's exactly as funny. And like, yeah, some things like get hit too hard, and it's like you know, you kind of like a fight scene will go on for too long, and the joke. <laughs> oh yeah, that fight scene yeah. at the end is so long. <laughs> too long. <laughs> There's so many you know? scenes in here that are too long. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and it's only a ninety-minute movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and it's, yeah, it's really milked, and like there'll be like an animal reaction shot that's like not necessary. <laughs> it's like we get it; the joke is funny. You don't have to show me like a orangutan wincing for me. They just took that so much B-roll that they're like, we have to use this. We went through so much trouble yeah. to get this B-roll. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, I you will say the one scene that I thought was way too short was like when he's gonna like run back to Africa or like to an airport. <laughs> he's gonna run yeah, back he, to Africa. Yeah. He like runs down Lombard Street and he just runs down the first curve and then they stop the scene. And I'm like, I wanted to see him run all the way down that curvy street. Like, why have mm -hmm. Lombard Street? Why block it off oh. for this movie and then only shoot, like, a five-second scene? <laughs> how, how beautiful would it have been if we saw him run through all of those parts of San Francisco and then, like, get one of those Indiana Jones-style maps? Because they did one with the toucan, but I don't think they did it with george oh like, you're, yeah like yeah, like he jumps like he jumps into the bay or something and swims yeah. back when, to africa he, he ships himself back which he does you know, oh, it's a yeah. whole bunch of questions <laughs> <laughs> it's him in a chair banana peels on the ground coke yes. cans on the ground and him in the toucan <laughs> and he's just sitting there and then like, we're were the, the Nikes Nike in the crate with him, or were they there he when he arrived? Them he opens them separately. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Eric, were they in the crate? I thought they were in the crate, and then he puts they're them They're not. On. No? I, no, he gets the... I think they're on the UPS truck that we see very <laughs> okay. prominently. So he I could think have stolen them, and they just happened yes. to be his size. Unfortunately, I do so think that he probably took them from somebody else. Maybe someone gave them to him. You know what? Like the, the shoes also were not running shoes. And, <laughs> no. and, and they were basketball shoes, right? Weren't they? Yeah, yes, they were basketball yeah. shoes. And considering that he grew up in this jungle where he doesn't wear shoes, he would actually run better without shoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... It's true. <laughs> I remember what I, I remembered that when I saw it because when I was a kid, I never wore shoes without socks. And I was like, oh, mm. it's, he's going to chase. He's going to get blistered. <laughs> well, he will you know? because he doesn't normally wear shoes. So. Exactly. Yeah. Although his feet are probably so calloused over at this point. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. His feet would be disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Can we go back to San Francisco for a second? Because yes. there are yes. two things that really – well, first of all, also Eric and the list of scenes that are too short, just <laughs> him being out of the shower, number one. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, um, there's a really funny moment where Ursula's trying to get to him on the Golden Gate Bridge and they do like the funny girl reference when she's on the boat. But before she gets on the boat, yeah. she comes up to the guy and is like, excuse me, sir, I have to get on this boat. <laughs> and they cut away. And if I were that guy, I'd be like, okay, no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you don't just get to say, I have to be on the boat and I'm going to take you somewhere. Like, there's a reason they cut away from that scene because they didn't know how to write the rest of that. Well, oh, because what, what we didn't see was she slips the guy like $300 oh, because she's okay. insanely rich. Yeah. And then there's <laughs> no, also a really funny visual. Really wealthy. I'm sorry. She's, but oh, yeah, that's true. Her dad's really wealthy. Well, it's unclear they, what she, she does. Yes. she's. They say that she. he's, oh, what is it? Something natural and preternaturally wealthy. Because they're explaining why they're on a private plane. So I just wanted to bring up that line. Yeah, he, well, they definitely own a bank. Like, it's a Stanhope bank. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Do we yeah. know why Ursula's in Africa? I like. I think it's, it's literally just a trip. Just, like, yeah, it's just a trip. She's like, I, you know, maybe, I don't, we, we don't get how old she is, but it like, could very easily be like a after college trip 
kind of thing. That's interesting. You know, we don't get a lot of from Ursula, period. Yeah. As good as yeah. Leslie Mann is, we don't know that much about her. Um, but um, one thing she does say is she says, thank you for, you know, um, bringing me on an adventure. It's what I've always wanted. Mm-hmm. She says that when they're under the waterfall. And the, to me, that was like, okay, now I understand why she's on the trip. But that's... That's basically what you well, get. On the Wikipedia, yeah. she is described as an heiress. And George, it seems like, should be about 25 to 26. So it would track if she was like just out of college going mm-hmm. on a trip. Mm-hmm. So she's, yeah. what, like 22, 23 or something. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, and also, yeah, Ursula's not much to do with, but like Leslie Mann, once again... Just, you know what? Apparently she actually like fell in love with Brendan Fraser during the production of this movie. You can oh, see you it. Think? You think? What? <laughs> Why did that happen, Alex? She, so she was 25. She was 25 for this movie. And he was like 29, I think, or something. Yeah. Uh, let's find out. Just around 30, I think. Yeah. 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 Just, <laughs> so if he was probably 28 when they shot it. Mm-hmm. And what a lucky woman. Is she married to Judd Apatow? Yes, yes. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. The other um, funny gag, though, from... um, They they actually married in 1997. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Like like a month before this movie came out. I'm sure before the movie came out? Oh, my God. Judd Apatow was on set. Jennifer this this like, was the test of that relationship, one hundred percent. You can't see my jaw right now, but it has dropped. <laughs> oh man! Judd Apatow yeah. was just like, "This is comedy. This is comedy." <laughs> well, it you seems like a, you can like make Judd Apatow met her when she auditioned for The Cable Guy, which came out in '96. So it feels like. He locked that down immediately. <laughs> yeah. You know, good for him. Get on it. He truly got to her right in time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One more year. She's yeah. gone. It's over. it's over. It was damn near too late. Damn near too late. Yeah. Oh, I just forgot. Sorry. I was looking at the other visual gag that I was going to say for San Francisco, which is just the dog getting its nails done at the salon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When the new story happens. But also, the other line my family and I quote all the time, which is when they're going back, the two poachers go back to get Ape. And they're like, which one is it? And the other one says, the one playing chess. <laughs> so funny. Yes. That was Correct. pretty good. Yes. Correct. Yeah. They know when, when they cut back to Ape, after we spend like all that time in San Francisco and they cut back to Ape and the poachers, I'm like, oh, I missed Ape so much. Like, I just want this whole movie without <laughs> mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. I'm honestly kind of surprised, actually, that we do go to San Francisco. Like, I, I get it. But at the same time, I'm like, you really could have had the whole movie just be in the jungle and just have way more Lyle. Like, yeah. yeah. Ironically, I was waiting because I remember them going to San Francisco and I was waiting for that. I was like, God, we're in the jungle a long time. <laughs> and I only felt that way because in the jungle, you only get like um, like one or two really distinct locations. So it mm. feels pacing during that time feels weird. Um, 
but um and i i'm always, I, I remember like being excited to see like him wear clothes you know like when you know you're like oh he gets to like wear clothes and he gets to like ride in a car what's he gonna do when he's in a car you know <laughs> you know the horses. That kind of, yeah the horses <laughs> yeah there's all oh go ahead I was going to say you're right about the structure of this movie because I feel like the fun in games is like when they're in San Francisco. It is. Yep. It's but there's also, there's also fun in games really early on, like way too early. Like we jump almost right into fun in games and there's very little world, like 10 minutes into the movie, basically. We like don't really know Ursula that well. We mostly know Lyle. We don't <laughs> know George at all. And we're already into like Ursula is like he's trying to teach Ursula about stuff. To me, that was that was actually bumped me quite a bit because I was like, I don't even know her, and we, she's been with one man, and now she's with another man, and I don't know who she is. It, you well, know, yeah, we, also, it's interesting because she goes through like the biggest changes in the movie. I think you know, mm -hmm. she's the one who like realizes something and like changes her outlook on life. Yeah, well, like, in a way, she is the lead character. Yeah, very yeah. much. Like despite mm -hmm. the movie being called George of the Jungle it's really about Ursula which is quite strange that yeah we learn nothing about her like I could not tell you a single thing that she is interested in what she does for work what what she has done at all in her life like <laughs> yeah exactly yeah we meet her best friend but like I feel like even then we like don't get their dynamic but the best friend just much. talks about George like yeah, and they just go on about how hot too, George is yeah. Well, of course, but this is a movie. We need information. <laughs> yeah. Do we... <laughs> yeah. In this movie, I think it's all right there on the screen. They, they, <laughs> they're like, this is what we have. Just watch it. We're like, all right. I would have appreciated just a tiny bit more uh, backstory yeah. for her. Just oh, a little bit. Yeah. Like, or at like least just like... A single how, scene. <laughs> a single scene of like how how did Lyle come to be? What what are the expectations on her other than getting married? Like it's mm -hmm. the it's the nineties. Like this is not it's not the nineteen sixties anymore, you know? Like Yeah, yeah. Again, I kind of read into it that like obviously she's more I think she's more afraid of her they don't really they don't pull this too much because they I think they don't want to make any character too evil apart from Lyle. And that is kind of, I mean, obviously Holland Taylor's pretty evil. What she says to, um, what she says to George. But basically, what I wanted to believe that the script was telling me was that Ursula is more afraid of her mother than anything, and mm -hmm. her mom wants her to marry mm -hmm. Lyle. And so this is actually about pleasing her mother more than it is about Lyle himself. Mm -hmm. um, because yeah. you're right, the Lyle of it as just a person, he doesn't make any sense. But if if since mom has picked Lyle, she is afraid to break that up. But then that never really because you know she she's very firm I about mean, not wanting. So I don't really know what you could have put that. Is. You could have put that in there with just a couple of lines, like yep, yep, at the very top too, yeah, right? Top. That's what you're saying. Yeah, and then and Ursula is too busy sleeping all the time. She literally sleeps. She sleeps all so much in this movie. Well, what she keeps queen. fainting or getting knocked out. Like, yeah. yeah. It's like an episode of Smallville, how many times she gets knocked out. <laughs> and then how many times George doesn't? Like, he must have had so many concussions at this point. So many which, which did make me think for a second, is the logic that the reason he talks that way is because he hits his head all the time? Like, 
I would see it, but I literally think they're just like Tarzan talks like that, right? That would be funny. <laughs> but it yeah, makes it I like don't... explanation. I like your explanation a lot. I wish, I wish, I wish there was some support for it. Uh, <laughs> like he, or, like he originally did talk like ape, but he just hits his head so much. It's so that... much. This is all he could like. He's a, he's basically like a stroke victim coming back, <laughs> learning how to talk again. Like, you know, maybe so. <laughs> maybe. You oh. see, once again, the movie's too smart for us. Yeah, <laughs> and it's out. It's outwitted us and out outdrawn us. Um, so. One scene I totally forgot about was when Lyle at the beginning like kills one of the guides. Knocks him off. Oh, the yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And then yeah, he's, he's like, bad they yeah. they have they have uh, bridges. I was at a bridge like this in Maui, and it it was sturdy as. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when he just he full on shakes that bridge so much that someone falls off, and a hundred percent that man would be dead. Mm-hmm. Like, they say, of course, but they say nobody. Nobody dies in this movie. Well, okay, which speaking of which, if we're talking about that and <laughs> Lyle shooting him, right? When they're mm-hmm. on the plane, the only like injury we see that George has is like something yes. wrapped around his head. Yes. I mean, I, I guess that, that tracks with the George always hitting his head thing. But yeah, it's just yeah. so. It's it was like, yeah. oh, he shot him in the face. <laughs> we never, we never ever get an explanation of what happened, but all we know is that he has a tiny, little, uh, what's it called, injury, yeah. like scraped his forehead. That's another thing that was like to me is like a, a great joke that you you get like a little Easter egg of a joke mm-hmm. that we never know why, but but they someone made a choice, which is that we're going to explain it away with that he has a little scrape. And also she's like, I'm going to get you the finest medical care available. And as it turns out, Ollie's, all, apparently all he has is a scrape on his head. <laughs> you know, that's, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Oh, it's a cute movie. It, is. it really <laughs> is. But, you know, always there are, with all these movies, it's like, there are questions we have. This sure. Is movie, there are questions. It's nice to have, like, questions that are kind of like this instead of, like, on in DCOMs, it's always like, wait what like record scratch <laughs> like well yeah. this doesn't add up at all and in this movie it's like nothing adds up and that's the point is that yeah. you're if you try to think too much about it's kind of like do you do any of you watch mystery science theater 3000 no or do you, do you know what it is yeah, yeah. I, I, it's it been a long long time okay well i just wanted it's it's um th- this guy uh, is watching movies like B movies from the 50s and 60s with mm-hmm. these robots and it's famously they're silhouetted in the theater and the two robots yeah. are in the seats and then Joel's in the seat and at the very beginning the theme song is kind of famous and at the beginning it says if you're wondering how he eats and breathes and other science facts just repeat to yourself it's just to show I should really just relax and it's this very cute way where they like they're like don't fucking write into us and tell us and ask us questions about the logic of this um, and I felt like that's what this was doing as well which yeah, yeah. I mean, I always- maybe I'll just watch if it's on TV like I'll watch the rest of it same with Parent Trap it's just like both those movies it's like I ask these questions not. because I care Yes. <laughs> yes <I can. laughs> 
Oh. Yeah. And the narrator in this like helps kind of smooth that stuff over. Like I'm totally. sure having like, really a narrator. Yeah. 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 And then like sometimes the people interact with him, sometimes he just changes the movie. Mm -hmm. What did he do? He like took mm -hmm. the guns out of their hands. Is that what he did? No. Yeah. Well, he makes them back up for no reason. He makes the post. He rewinds them, right? He rewinds them, but he takes the. I wish they had done more of this because I thought this was the best joke in the movie. Probably he takes the giant milk bone out of them. Oh <laughs> so yeah, now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is too much. Get it's like that joke too much. Yeah. <laughs> that that yeah. was quite good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm oh. so sorry. I forgot that Lyle joins a cult. Uh, I, I was <laughs> just going to bring this up. Yes. I wanted to say, so, so Lyle joined the Nazis? Like, <laughs> in, in the middle of Central Africa? Technically, yep. he's, a, he's a minister in the Church of, like, Celestial Love. Or something. Yeah, but also <laughs> but his But like, his posse are... His posse are all very intense Germans. Yeah, that's like, true. Like, mm -hmm. Franz, Franz and Phil. <laughs> Phil at the back. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was a very dodgeball joke when they, like, introduced yeah. Bobo. They're like, laser, laser. Yeah. <laughs> so, so then he tries to marry them on a raft Mm -hmm. which i mean i know we just talked about how you have to relax about these facts but <laughs> what emily what do you possibly have to say so he's trying to marry them where he is the priest can't do mm. that secondly <laughs> there is no witness thirdly she does not agree to the marriage so not there is nothing there that is legally binding yeah <laughs> Well, and also, there's no document. Like, uh, just details, details. Also, <laughs> how does ape even get in the raft? I don't yeah. think it's ape. I think it's a different monkey oh, that just lives in the. One. I think it's like <laughs> yeah. No, I thought it was just a gorilla. One of those cave yeah. gorillas that we've heard about. That which just which like means a bat. Lyle should be dead then. Yes. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It reminded <laughs> me. Because they were playing like trading places on one of the channels, like in a loop, but there's also like a gorilla gag in that movie and everything. And it mm. was very similar to that. In what um, movie? I'm sorry. Trading places. Oh, yeah. Got yeah. it. Uh, mm -hmm. um, but can we talk about how, in order to save Ursula, George has to swing into a tree? And I thought that was just like perfect storytelling. Yeah. So, so beautiful. Yeah. He right. also has to swing on like the biggest vine you've ever seen in your life, where it's just like, what is this attached to? And he's going at like Mach forty. Yes. So, like, he's, like, he's like, he's like gonna break the sound barrier. He goes like a mile on a single yeah. vine. Yep. yep. <laughs> Truly wonderful. I think you're right, Eric. Just like we should teach that in screenwriting classes. Yeah. yeah. The thing that hurts him, he must use to save the woman he loves. This is growth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, George doesn't really have an arc, does he? No. Because no. <laughs> even with Tarzan, it's like, oh, I he almost leaves the island to like, I mean, I haven't read the book Tarzan, but in like the Disney movie, he's like, he almost leaves the island to make Jane 
happy to go like live amongst humans and everything. But right. George, he has no choice in it because he got shot and like mm-hmm. Ursula just took him to San Francisco. So it's not like something of like him trying to assimilate. I feel like the idea is always he was like, it was just temporary. It just felt temporary. Yeah. 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 Um, You're right. Even though he does have his fish out of water experience. Mm hmm. Yeah. yeah I'm not, I, not really sure what his arc would be. Yeah, Just I mean, going he, into that tree, like willingly, yeah, I think so. running into a tree. <laughs> his aim got better. <laughs> yeah, for some reason they like not for some reason, but they want the uh, they want the tension up front of him like falling in love with Ursula. I mean, it's basically for one joke, which is the joke where he tries to like do that mating ritual with the gorilla mating ritual, and that fails. Mm-hmm. But like, what they could have done was, you know. You know, his art could be that he's kind of like doesn't know how he feels about Ursula, but I don't know if they, I don't know, because he 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 just completes his so early, which is that he falls in love with Ursula. You know that. Yeah, what... I mean the with the Holland Taylor monologue about the zebras and leopards, my favorite monologue. Uh, I think all acting classes should teach it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just the way she says "spot" to him is so good. But anyway, mm-hmm. um. Mm-hmm. I, it's like the, the in theory it's him not feeling like worthy of Ursula right but point, George has uh, is saying that he never feels embarrassed or stupid mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's not like it's you know digging into any insecurities he has and then he like does pretty well for himself in San Francisco even though he feels bad he's like very you know he thrives he's thriving there and yeah. Oh, yeah. he just leaves when Ape is in trouble yeah mm-hmm. yep and yeah, he's living, that, living in a rich person's apartment, so like, there's not much trouble for him to be in. I know, and, and she's like buying him Armani suits and stuff. Like, he's doing fine. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I thought they were gonna do something about. He's clearly so sad. Like that first night, he's like, "I'll live, you know, I'll I'll be out here in the treehouse." And I really thought they were going to make something out of, like, George needs to go home, you know. Um, but they don't. <laughs> but that could have been something, in my opinion. I mean, that kind of is what happens, but not for that reason. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They didn't, They don't make anything. I think it would have been better, actually, if he had been, like, homesick and then Holland Taylor had made him feel bad. So he dis- decided, like, no, I'm not right for you. You need to marry this awful man so she so he leaves but yes totally the, the story yeah, that, that we have is much yeah so, i don't know yeah n- nobler i guess going, what they're going for i just think because he does so well in san francisco that's the issue it's a like mm-hmm. you know he yeah. feels sad that first night and then he like makes it work and then he gets sad when holland taylor yells at him or whatever but mm-hmm. if he was trying to make it work but it wasn't working that would have added yeah but neither yeah. of those are the reason why he goes back to africa no no the, yeah. well, that best was... friend is gonna become yes. a vegas attraction <laughs> yeah. oh that was beautiful <laughs> yes when that came um, back I... I felt so justified in following eight this whole movie i was like okay i'm not the only one like the writers yes. wanted it to be the star of this also <laughs> I would see that Vegas show 100%. Oh yeah. yeah. Even even if it was a person in a puppet like suit, I'd be like, if it was yes. an animatronic, that would be even more because it would be, you know, friend, it wouldn't be, you wouldn't be torturing or, you know, you would, there wouldn't be any PETA type l- litigation. 
scenario. Yes. And yeah. then also, you'd be seeing a really impressive puppet. So, be like Cirque du Soleil. Hundred percent. This would yeah. be also convinced John Cleese to sing. So I feel like that's a feat <laughs> in mm-hmm. of itself. <laughs> um, I just wanted before we get too far away from it, what you were saying, like he's, you know, he's he's sad those two times in San Francisco. What I think w- one of the several times when I was like Brendan Fraser's bringing the most to this is is how emotional when he hits those emotional beats so genuinely without any irony. Well, he does the whole thing without any irony. That's why it mm-hmm. works. Like mm-hmm. no irony. Yes. He's so committed to every line and that yep. he's he's just nothing as is self aware. No, nothing is self aware and he's just as committed to the emotional beats as as the funny lines and I just, just can't imagine a better performance personally. I don't <laughs> yeah. I don't know no to so Yeah. Suck it, Tony Goldwyn. <laughs> <laughs> well, didn't that Tarzan movie like not do well? So Brendan Fraser yeah. really got the better. Yeah, God, I, I love Tarzan. That was one of my favorite Disney movies, actually. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Did you know Tarzana is named for Tarzan? Oh, oh no. Because Edgar Rice Burroughs, that was he lived there, and they <laughs> they named it after after Tarzan. That's like Maybe a really not. weak name. They're just like, uh, you made Tarzan, so Tarzan, nah? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It'd be cool if like Tarzan was named after Tarzana, but it's actually the other way around, which is really crazy. Where's Tarzana? Just north of you guys. Of y'all. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, That's <laughs> a suburb. Did did not get that one. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't mean to confuse. Tarzan, nineteen ninety nine film. Oh, wow! It came out two years later. No, yeah, yeah, two years yeah. Just because right? animation takes so freaking long to do. It came out yeah. after. Oh, actually, oh, no. I take it back. It, it it was a success. Yeah, it made a shit ton of money. <laughs> yeah, it, it made a lot of money. I think as, but as far as like coming off the heels of like the earlier '90s films, it's not like as highly regarded. Um, yes. as some of the yeah. other. Yeah. Ones. yeah, maybe, maybe a- it just didn't have very good reviews. Is that what it was? Nope. I don't know. Nope, it, it has eighty nine percent. I don't know yeah. why. I guess people just forgot about it. <laughs> yeah, I just don't think people latched onto it as like hard yeah. as they latched onto other ones. I think that's what it was yeah i, I like do think released. alex there's something i'm sorry okay. eric i just wanted to say it was made with like um quite a bit of three-dimensional um or, you know computer animation yes um that it was true. and yeah. it was 2d combined with computer generated but i do think that it partly was that it was those the characters didn't look quite as disnified maybe mm. you know what it's all or, i mean with the exception of Turk and the elephant whose name I cannot remember. Um, it's like very serious. I feel yeah. like yes, <laughs> so, I mean, like, the villain dies by hanging himself on the vines. Yes, yes. it's, it's yeah. dark. It's very yeah. I might need to revisit Tarzan. It does have a rock and Phil Collins soundtrack. I know <laughs> that much. So good. Oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> and then Rosie O'Donnell is the star power. Yeah, she's the, the other gorilla friend. Yeah. Oh yeah. I do think I do think it is quite severe, and I I do think that like it's partly like there's only two human characters. I mean, there's more, but like you spend a lot of time with the animal characters and. It was just kind of I don't know, but yeah. I'll, I'll this movie yeah. to, 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 with my dying breath. 
I think this is a. I do love Mini Driver, so. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Returning yeah, to George of the Jungle. Sorry, returning like. to George. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, th this movie ends with a yeah. major reference to another <laughs> Disney movie, The Lion King. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. It does. They went for it. They're like, you know what? Why not? We have the rights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're also just like, yeah. fuck it. The Serengeti is the jungle. It's all the same thing. <laughs> Lions are the king of the jungle. You can't tell Disney otherwise. George is the king of the jungle, as they keep saying. <laughs> it's all Africa, baby. Like that's what they're Africa. like. That's what they're trying to tell us somehow. It's like, no, you didn't give us a location. Forget it, George. <laughs> it's Africa. <laughs> <laughs> I think I mean I think overall, that might be it. I think we've thumbs made it. up all around, you know. Oh. <laughs> as many thumbs up as I have thumbs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we've hit like basically every scene. Yeah, it's not a long film. Um, uh, no, no, and some of those scenes are like ten minutes long. There's <laughs> <laughs> really only five scenes in the movie. Uh, <laughs> that, yeah. uh well. Is it time to ask? I think so. I think it's time to ask, uh, do we want this D? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. 100%. As much as Ursula also wants yeah. to. Yeah. <laughs> Brendan Fraser's D. Or the yeah. movie yeah. D. This... All, all around. I will specifically say that I want it as much as um, when George um, is eating a banana at the engagement party and... Um, uh, Holland Taylor grabs him to go outside and he's partway through eating it and he just stuffs it. He stuffs the peel in his, uh, inside of his jacket. Yes. <laughs> so funny. And inside of like a however much money Armani suit stuffs that banana peel and it's like slightly sticking out of his jacket for the whole shot as they walk <laughs> down the terrace. <sighs> I want it as much as everyone wanted to kill Lyle. <laughs> which i think was pretty hard especially the porters mm -hmm. um yes i, I wanted as much as that chimpanzee pouring champagne at the end of the film <laughs> <laughs> what about the elephant what about uh shep who oh, poured shep. a whole bottle into his mouth as much as he mm. wanted to pee on the roses i want this tea <laughs> mm -hmm. does he pee on the roses or does he, he drop his? Oh, his he drops something on the roses, but he does pee on something of apes. I don't remember what. You're right. Yeah. Sorry. Now he, he drops. Know what he was. drops mm -hmm. the log onto the roses that they were yeah. playing fetch with. Maybe he just goes on the tree because no, it's a dog thing. Maybe. I think so. I think so. Yeah. And then Probably. he pees at the end. He pees on the um, on the you know poachers. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. they couldn't resist. Less <laughs> That elephant is capable of pooping and peeing, and we see it all in this movie. <laughs> Man, it was such a delight to watch this movie once more. <laughs> Keen, do you want it specifically? I think I want it just as much as my favorite bongo and gorillas. Uh, <laughs> that one shot seven times. Loved it every and time. You say that the reason why is because they send messages through Bongogram. Oh. Yeah, so oh, that's right. Very, so that's like the post office. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They're also yes. ninjas. Don't forget they also are ninjas. <laughs> they they were course. in a in a 
confusing. <laughs> very, very confusing fight sequence. That one's yes. too long, but you know what? I'll take it. Yep. Once again, mm-hmm. this movie is just too smart for all of us. <laughs> too, too smart. smart. Way, way over my head. Um, yeah. This is this is our like equivalent of like you know like dude bros are like Inception is actually so smart and just, like so oh. hard to understand. This is our Inception is George of the Jungle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> our our Memento, perhaps. Wow. Okay. Well, I think I think we did it. Uh, yeah. George of Hell the yeah. Jungle. Alex and Eric, do you have anything to plug? <laughs> I'll take that as a I no. Mean, yeah, I mean, I have, a, I have a Twitter that I never post on. Um, at and Alex N, as in uh, November Dudley. Uh, but I are you working on anything that maybe people need? Um, I don't know. <laughs> at some point, the TV show I'm working on right now will come out. Ten year old Tom on HBO Max uh, someday. Uh, right. I have no specifics. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Awesome. Yeah, Eric? I don't really have anything to plug. Um, I have a Twitter at absurd wordsmith. Oh. Um, that's about it. Stay inside, wear a mask. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I will second that. The, the always plug, plug. We, can, we can give. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Watch George of the Jungle, Georgia Jungle Two, and all the animated <laughs> series. <laughs> it's only 17 episodes it's fine um, <laughs> alright well uh, you can find us on Facebook Instagram and Twitter uh, please rate and review us wherever you are currently listening to this podcast and email us at talkingabouttheD at gmail.com with any questions, comments or requests we would love to know if there are any other Disney movies that you love that you would like us to do yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you um for listening and uh we we enjoy this and thank you to our guests. Oh my god. Thank you. Yes. Thank you guys so much. Thank you so Thanks much. Thanks for having yeah. me and I'll speak for Eric. I'm kidding. <laughs> it was um, a pleasure. <laughs> yeah, this Aww. was truly a pleasure. Good. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Well, I think we will leave it there. So Okay. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.